Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Conservative. What I don't like about Washington is they're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person, and, and I'd rather tell people directly how I feel about them. Nobody talk about politics, like, don't say anything, you know. A marriage that's been through it all. She has filed for divorce over his naked political ambition. These are the views of a couple in love. A couple with children. A couple with differing opinions and perspectives a couple that survived he's kind of like an impetuous guy in in many ways that's great in some ways it's tough when you're married what leads them back to each other communication conversation and a realistic outlook on the world we live in your hosts anthony and deirdre scaramucci this is mooch and the missus well, hey everybody it's, it's the inaugural show with miss liberal deirdre scaramucci <laughs> And I'm sitting here. I'm not as, Miss Liberal. You know, I'm what's Miss weird is I'm not even normal. that conservative. You're Miss Normal. Yes. Oh my no. God. Okay, so let's start with Miss Normal's opinion. Self-proclaimed Miss Normal. Let's start with Miss Normal's opinion of the Brett Kavanaugh situation. Well, listen, uh, listen. Let's talk to everybody first about what you've been doing since you got canned from the White House, because everybody wants to know. I mean, everyone sees you on. Oh, oh, oh okay. The well, tube. the, fir- the first thing I want to say. But what are you doing? I just want to explain how my wife has conditioned my four-year-old okay so every time i say a bad word which is obviously every Every five seconds five to seven words my four-year-old yells out bad word bad word and then i turn to my four-year-old nicholas and i say nikki how did daddy get fired from the white house and he says for using bad words so you did a good job thank you that and so he won't say any bad words as a result of my firing right Okay, so what have I been doing? So I've done one thing right now. What's your rendition of what I've been doing? You've been getting your act together, like really big time. And I feel like um, you're better than you were before. So what have you been doing? You're back at Skybridge. Okay. Growing the company. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's actually been kind of, um, what do you say? It's a wonderful life kind of situation where Mm -hmm. you realize... After the fact, what you had lost, you know? And so it's even yeah, better when you get it back. 100%. So it's literally like Jimmy Stewart's in the car. It's a Wonderful Life towards the end of the movie. He crashes the car on the bridge. He comes out of the car with a bruise <laughs> on his head. There's Clarence uh, in the water. He's got to jump in the water and save him. And then he goes through about 11 minutes. And notice I used the word 11, not 10 minutes. He goes through 11 minutes of dystopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he realizes, where's my life uh, in an alternative universe? Uh, but now I'm back here talking to you. Yes. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, let's just face it. I'm going to teach you guys a word. It's called big-footed. And I'm about to get big-footed by Deirdre Scaramucci. She's out there cooking on the internet. <laughs> uh, she's out there uh, taking pictures of herself on Instagram, no, hair I'm and not. makeup. I'm so not like she's, that. She's uh, developing a Mascaramucci. That's a, a new product coming. Mm-hmm. 
what else is she doing? Yeah, she's going to be big footing me. Fox and Friends called. They want Anthony in the eight block. Wait, Deirdre's available. Big footed by Deirdre Scaramucci. What can I say? It's unbelievable. I'm very it's charming. It's brutal. Um, okay, so you're back. But, so- but here's what I'd say. I got my wife back. How's that? Forget about my life. I got my wife back. Okay, so I'm very happy that we're together and you mean the world to me. And the truth of the uh, matter is that was a disastrous, sound effects. That was a disastrous situation. It, it really was, was. Curving away from where I wanted to be in the universe. So I'm glad that we're together. No, we came back. We're good. We're yeah, better than ever. And my hair ever. and makeup is a lot better as a result of our relationship too. Mm-hmm. How does it look today? Amazing. Too bad it's only radio. Is my hair and makeup <laughs> well done for radio? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the only guy on earth that would get his hair blown out for a radio show. Oh, my God. Torture. So funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's switch topics here, though, okay? You're, you're well, doing... let, me, let me introduce myself okay, to everybody. Go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. He's always doing that. Oh, my God. I carried his coffee into this room. Oh, my and God. And the best part is, as we were driving here, I'm, like, you know, very studious, reading everything going through today's news and he's next to me in the car snoring okay he wakes up as we pull up to the building and i'm like hey do you know what we need to know and she says to me there are 15 i'll just find out when we get up there get out of here i know the topics (laughs) i read the paper every single day i know what's going on all right i have an idea of what the zeitgeist is in the united states okay i can tell you matter of factly my opinions all right well i'm just impressed by your smarts that's all i'm saying all right i have to study he doesn't so anyway, um, how do you want to kick this off? You tell me. Let's talk about Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. Brett Kavanaugh is a contemporary of mine. He went to Yale Law School. He yep. has an impeccable record on the judiciary. And he's uh, he's obviously been a judicial uh, scholar. Uh, he's somebody that was very well thought of until he gets into the crosshairs of the Supreme Court. And we are in Nastyville in the United States as it comes to our politics. It's disgusting. Uh, But why don't we run what President Trump said today in the East Room at the White House during a joint press conference with the Polish president? Senator Feinstein sat with Judge Kavanaugh for a long period of time, a long, long meeting. She had this letter. Why didn't she bring it up? Why didn't she bring it up then? Why didn't the Democrats bring it up then? Because they obstruct and because they resist. That's the name of their campaign against me. They just resist, and they just obstruct. And frankly, I think they're lousy on policy, and in many ways, they're lousy politicians. But they're very good on obstruction. And it's a shame, because this is a great gentleman. With all of that, I feel that the Republicans, and I can speak for myself, we should go through a process, because there shouldn't even be a little doubt. There shouldn't be a doubt. Again, they knew what they were doing. They should have done this a long time ago, three months ago. Not now. But they did it now. So I don't want to play into their hands. All right. Hopefully. We get the drift. All right, we get the drift. No, but you we'll, know what? We'll, I, we'll, I, you're I not catching with on him the podcast. You're just putting her pen up in the air, waving her pen. Go ahead. No, I'm no, no, waving go ahead. it like he's not right about that. He's not right. He was. Okay, so she. <laughs> what did he say that was wrong about that? So Diane Feinstein, she Senator was Feinstein, respecting the wishes of the person who came forward um, and wanted to remain anonymous. That's what she was doing. Okay, but what about saying so? Uh, Justice Kavanaugh uh, 
we're sitting here in my beautiful, spacious, expensive senatorial office. Anything in your background I need to know about? And you think did he's going to? You think he's going to bring that oh, up? Well, I mean, think it would be interesting. Is there, is there anything nefarious? Were you groping? I don't think he would groping, bring that up. Were you groping women in high school? Honestly, I who knows? I I highly doubt. I would be willing to bet that he would never remember that or bring it up. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think it's... Oh, oh. So I just disagree with him. I don't think he... I don't think they were using it to obstruct. Maybe they are, but I feel like they were more going with, you know, trying to, to uh, respect this woman's wishes. She didn't want to be taken down and, you know, vilified by everybody for coming forward. Well, let me just say this. If I were a Democrat, I would be in a situation thinking, be careful what you wish for. Because if you had knocked Kavanaugh out of the box, uh, he is the devil that you now know, and you have a pretty good sense for where he's going on social issues, and he's not, frankly, going there. Uh, and so, yeah, but you, you always be... say that. So we've had this conversation before. So is it true that President Trump said he would only elect um, a Supreme Court uh, justice that was would overturn Roe versus Wade? Well, okay, so his campaign stances have been uh, very pro-life campaign stances. The judges. Yeah, but did he are, say that specifically? Well, I think he. I think he more or less indicated that during his debates. I think he's, he has said that in some ways throughout his uh, campaign speeches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's really said much of that, frankly, during the nineteen twenty months of his presidency. But I think what's mission critical for the United States, and I really do believe this is that Roe versus Wade, Wade is settled law in the United States. It's 45, yeah, 40 it's now, six, so 45, 46 mm-hmm. years old. Uh, the polling on this, uh, hon, is unbelievable. Hun. Call me 70, hun on the punk. So I was going to call you Deirdre. She gets mad at me when I call her Deirdre. If I, I got to call her honey or sweetie. <laughs> well, if I call her Deirdre, she's like, Well, let's not pe- okay, make people you, barf you mad, on the podcast. Are you mad at me? Honey, All right, so I'll, I'll call you. How about Mrs. Scaramucci? <laughs> are we call you that? No. No, but 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 here's Call the th- but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Here's the point I'm making. Seventy three percent of the United States now, with the settled law of pro choice, it has polled for forty years fifty five forty five. In the last five years, it has accelerated to seventy three twenty seven. So, the likelihood of the court reversing that, I think, would be tantamount to revolution. Okay, so well I don't I don't see that happening. It's just ridiculous then that that. It's even put out there and like dangled out there that it might be reversed if it's not going to be. It's just silly and. But let me and, let me ask you something. Inquiring their minds hair on fire. I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know from you: mm-hmm. Is it fair to judge Kavanaugh? So I'm really thirty-six um, years later. I'm is very it fair? Split on this because I know I've done some really bonehead things back in the day that. I would never want to talk about in front of the entire world or the entire country. And, um, you know, youth is like something that is totally wasted on the young. We make dumb decisions. We do things we shouldn't be doing. And I don't think that necessarily um, reflects on the who you are as an adult. So I have I have kind of, you know, a mixed opinion on it. When when his friend today, would you like to like would you so, really like 
your entire. No. I mean, that's like. No, look, I had it for eleven days. They were coming at me every which way you could think right, of. Right, and, and me were, too. Because they were also I was making stuff up, which was sort of totally unfair. But that that's what happens now. The the politics of viciousness. But his his best friend from high school, right. who apparently was in the room where it happened, right. uh, is not testifying. Uh, right, he said he, no. Yes, he said no. So well, he's, he wasn't asked. That, he said. He said he wasn't asked. Okay, so, but I think he's also indicated if he were asked, he wouldn't want to go and testify. And so is that an indication of guilt? Yeah, yeah, I think so. He probably remembers some things. Okay, so. so Even if it's not 100% exactly the way she said it went down, something probably happened. So for the sake of this argument, if something did go down with the facts that roughly congruent to Mm -hmm. what she said about him. Mm Mm-hmm. Is he disqualified now from the Supreme Court, or does he get a pass because of a youthful indiscretion? Uh, well, if you're going to get a lifetime appointment to something, you kind of have to be like a stellar human, you know? So that is why people are judging him so harshly, or judging, you know? But look at the president. He's like, he's he's been accused by how many women of doing these things? He's the president of the United States. Okay, it's a limited term thing. He's not a president forever and ever. But, I mean, he's still the president for four to eight years, and look what's gone on in his past. There's a $17 million slush fund that was put together for the Congress to pay off people who have, quote-unquote, accused congressmen, and mostly men, I would assume, of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the figures specifically and the attachment to the specific uh, people in the Congress has never been exposed do you think it's time for that exposure and to see who's doing what inside the Congress? Well, I mean, if or we're going to be accusatory, we should probably do it like we should just like bring all of the dirty laundry and just like put it out on the floor in front of us. If we're going to be um, so judgmental, it should just it should just be a bipartisan thing. Everybody should be, you know, called to the floor. OK, so my question then is. Should we be this judgmental or no? I think we amped it up in life. Vagaries. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's um, politics in general, how they've just become so partisan. But something in our country, and I think, I don't even think it's just the country, I think it's the world, has amped up the judgments, the, um, the, what's the word? I don't even know. It's just that everyone is so quick to have an opinion about every other human being. And it's more like, why don't you just worry about what you're doing and try to be a halfway decent person and the world will be a better place to live. I find it to be really, really a tough place to live. Do you do you think the allegations have ruined this man's reputation forever, even if he no. gets on the court? No. It hasn't. Okay. People you- forget about that's the the beauty and the downfall. There's two sides to this like... 24-hour news cycle and social media is there's a new thing every five seconds. It'll be somebody else. Are, do you wake up and think about Harvey Weinstein? Because I don't. Like how many months ago no, that was Harvey the Wein- only- Harvey Weinstein's ruined. I mean, in addition yeah, to being is- the white Shrek, I'm- I mean, he's he's, uh, <laughs> he's like a walking train wreck of a human being. No, I'm just saying on, that. Right? I mean, he's totally ruined, the guy. Right? I don't know. This is one off. You know, it's, it's a one-off thing with him. And I think Either which way, in a few, I don't know, in a year or two, no one's going to be thinking about him as some sort of like deviant. Let me, let, me, let me ask you something controversial, okay? Is the Me Too... All right, let's be controversial. Is the Me Too movement, has that gone too far? You're bringing up Harvey Again, Weinstein, Judge Kavanaugh. so hard Judge as a Kavanaugh. woman to, to, ha- to 
I sit and I think about it all the time because it's in the news. How many times in your life have you been hit on? Oh, a million. A, That's why. Right. But, but I don't know if it's because I have two brothers and um, I was very close with my dad. But I have sort of a, like a like a rougher way about me as it relates to that. Like I laugh. I I don't laugh it off, but I'm just like okay. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I just so kind of ignored you're it and rolled with it. it. So you're like human Teflon. I just like keep it moving. You know they're, what I mean? They're coming at you. You're giving them the Heisman. Ha ha. He, yeah, but there's a difference. Some women between are like, hey, some... this guy came at me. He's yes. got to get blown out. But there's a difference between somebody saying like passing a remark and then someone t- trying to take off your bathing suit. You know what I mean? They're, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I can't say about that because that's never happened to me. And I have a lot of empathy and a lot of, you know, compassion for people that have gone through. That's very traumatic. That's different. But I'm saying in a workplace on Wall Street, there's always been banter, but it's just been something I've ignored, you know? Um, again, super so where, different from where being you, like so actually where do you harassed. So where do you think the line gets drawn? And how do you feel about these people that are getting blown out without any due process? Well, I think there needs to be due process. I really do. I don't think people should just be thrown under a bus and like their lives are ruined and their reputations are, you know, extinguished in the gutter. I don't think that's fair to them or their families. I think there needs to be some sort of process. And it's something we need to think about because this is happening now like every day with somebody new. So in our in our society right now, we're working on uh, prison reform. And we're trying to help people come back into the society, get real jobs, sort of end prison recidivism. Right. We're finding that so many people, they come out, they're convicted felons, they can't find a job, they end up going back into crime, they rotate back into prison. But here we are now, here we are now in the Me Too movement, it seems like these are professional capital crimes that come with lifetime sentences mm-hmm. where they can now no longer work. They're completely and totally humiliated. Uh, and what's your reaction to that? Should there be any level of reform? And I'm going to mention some names. They're probably all going to be mad at me for mentioning them. But somebody like a Matt Lauer, is he allowed to be reformed? Somebody like a Charlie Rose, is he allowed to be reformed? I don't know because this is why I'm so conflicted. This is why I need like a therapist. Because, I'm your therapist, baby. Okay. I'm your therapist. Well, then you need to tell me how to feel about this because they shouldn't, if they didn't get busted, they would probably still keep doing it. So to me, it's like, I don't know, reform. I mean, I feel like they're only admitting to it because they got caught, that kind of thing. It's like a kid who says, oh, I'm so sorry, mommy, I didn't mean to do that. But he's only saying that because he got caught in and he's mad that he took his dessert away. Okay, you know so we're, what I'm not, we're, we're not there yet. Let's All right, let's let, get let's on to keep, something funnier. I want to talk let, about something funnier. Let, let's keep it moving. Can we let's okay. talk about um the possibility of Trump sending the the country's largest group text about emergencies. What do you think about that? In, 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 in terms of natural disasters? You, I you guess. Know, you, like yeah, if, so, I mean, if there was like so, a tsunami or something, I guess Trump would be the first to tell us. Yeah. I don't really know. Uh, well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of different things they're doing, right? They've experimented with Amber Alert. They've experimented with the that, that bonk well, sound that comes on your phone. Well, you're used to getting from Trump, right? Well, wink, wink. I've, I've gotten my share of texts from mm-hmm. Trump, and some of them have been in all caps, so then you have to... <laughs> call immediately and you know you then you listen to a whole ventilation. oh not only your name so, in all caps like eric holder like how he does that yeah 
Yeah. How about the, how about the misspellings, though? I think, you know, a lot of those, those misspellings. Those are on purpose to yeah, piss totally, people off. Yeah, totally. I just want to make sure everybody to, like, knows that. He wants to, make you think that he doesn't care enough to know how to spell yes, your goddamn he, name. That's he what he wants. If you're liberal think. and you're an effete academic and he's spelling Kofefe, he just wants <laughs> you He just too. wants you in orbit, okay? I just want you to know that, okay? When what he's, do you think he was he, doing when he When he hit spells the like administration button. and it's S-H-E-N, he just wants you in orbit. Okay. I just want to make sure everybody what knows that. What do you okay? think he was doing? Do you think he was like walking through the Mickey D's when he hit the Kofefe button? No, it was like a butt No, a butt I think dial. what happened was he was like very animated. He, he's watching TV. The fingers are hitting the no, Samsung. No, he definitely didn't know iPhone. he was. He definitely no, didn't no. know he was doing. He woke that. up the next morning. It was supposed to be coverage. He woke up the next morning. He saw oh, Kofefe. He probably fell asleep mid text. Yeah. No, no. And he woke up the next morning. He said, "Kofefe, you go figure it out." <laughs> no, he fell asleep while <laughs> he was while he was tweeting. But That's can you I imagine? Have. There's an there's an international tragedy. And the president is misspelling. Take Kofefe. Take Kofefe. <laughs> is that a cover? And you're and you're running. You're running for a Kofefe shelter. I mean, could you imagine? No. You know what? It's a. Na- it would be like a national emergency if I had to wake up and see his his text. President Obama. She. Yeah. He he signed this into law in 2016. So. So well, oh, me, that you can me, send, me, like, what? We're, we're, Signed we're, it into law what? That you can text somebody? Well, no, no, that, that there should be some kind of national <clears throat> text that goes out in an emergency. Yeah, Just about every alert adult has a, has, a, has a cell phone. However, so, thankfully, we have not needed that, and I hope we never do. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Go to Joe Biden for a second. Vice President Biden. I love him. You you and I have met him. I think he's Uh, amazing. Okay. What do you love about... uh, Vice President I Biden. I was going to really... call him Uncle Joe, but I think that's like a little too colloquial for this podcast. So what do you what do you like about? I think he's just so relatable, and in person, he's super duper nice and a, like a warm guy. Plus, he's had so much personal tragedy in his life mm-hmm. that like I feel like you can't have that much go on and and empathy. not have a, a humongous heart for other people because you've yeah. suffered so much. A lot of empathy. So so he is giving a speech at the Human Rights Campaign Dinner. And so for full disclosure to everybody, uh, Deirdre and I are supporters of the Human Rights uh, Campaign. Definitely. And we were with Joe. And what is the Human <laughs> Rights Campaign? It is to help bring out the marriage equality issue, not only here in the United States, but globally. And we were with Vice President Biden three years ago at the World Economic Forum discussing marriage equality rights around the world. Uh, and so the notion that the United States has been allowing statewide marriage equality, uh, bringing that to the rest of the world, he's speaking at this event. He is a compassionate guy. He's an empathetic guy. But he says at the event, can we roll the tape? Do we have it? Let's hear These it. These forces of intolerance remain determined to undermine and roll back the progress you all have made. This time, they, not you, have an ally in the White House. This time, they have an ally. They're a small percentage of the American people, virulent people, some of them the dregs of society. And instead of using the full might of the executive branch 
to secure justice, dignity, safety for all, the President uses the White House as a literal, literal bully pulpit. Mm -hmm. Callously. What do you think of that? Callously exerting his power over those who have little or none. All right. Well, I don't know. See, this is why politics S-U-C-K. Because he's a good person. I know he has the right intentions. But now we're just doing this whole thing where they and they and that's not good. Because that's, that's when you playbook. just start that's with. That's the baby boomer playbook. It's identity politics. It's splitting the electorate. It's us versus them. It's fractionalizing. Uh, what I hate about the establishment in Washington, the goal is to perpetuate power. It's not to get in the middle and blend out the policies. And so if I can sit on one side, I can probably get my guys to turn out if they're angry enough. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what happened in two, 2016. Uh, it just and, brings out the worst in people. Okay, so it just does. You know? He just called a portion of the society dregs of the society. Mm -hmm. Secretary Clinton, two years ago, she used the word deplorable. She said that these people are deplorable that are voting for uh, President Trump. Um, is that dehumanizing? Okay, well, he's said a lot of, Trump has said a lot of oh, we can get really to him. We can get to him in a second. We know that he's, we know that he's a human bowling ball. Okay? Right. We know he's rolling into like different pins left and right. Yeah. So uh, let's not even go there on name calling. But what what did you ask me? Another question is he's calling people the dregs of the society. Yeah, that wasn't, that was probably not the right choice of words. But he does, I mean, in my opinion, he does have a point because on the, in on this topic, Donald Trump banks on the fact that he's going to say negative things and polarize the society, and his base is going to love that. And so now they're doing it on the other side. And so it's going to go back and forth like a game of ping pong, and we're just going to get worse and worse, and we're going to get more and more divided, and it's like we're getting nothing done. But, like, why don't we do but, something but it's instead of talking the about the stupid BS? But it's helping the politician. Okay, because, but it's not helping the country. It's not helping the well, country. Well, no, but it's helping the politician. Okay, yeah, but the country's going down the, the can. We look like idiots to people in other countries. And I feel like our kids are going to grow up and be in some sort of like, I don't even know what. It's going to be like a cafeteria An food echo, fight. echo chamber of dishonesty, what they're going to be yes, in. Yes, but, but it's also but just constant fighting and working. vitriol. It's like, the, get the, po the political it. playbook today is to get the people in the middle, the moderates in the middle, to totally disaffect from the system, uh, totally become indifferent. Uh, you know, our, our son, uh, about to be 26 years old, A.J. Scaramucci, Going Don't to, we look good look, for having a son who's twenty six? Well, well, I, I look good. <laughs> we won't, we, we're not going to discuss my hair dye or Botox okay. on the on the podcast, right? Okay. We're going to leave that no. out. Okay, let's leave that out. But but here's my twenty six year old son, and what is he saying? I hate politics. I'm not going anywhere near politics. I turn the TV off when politics comes on, mm -hmm. and ding ding ding, the politicians have won because they've taken a very smart kid. Yeah, they turn everyone off to the point they have free reign now. And that's now. exactly what they, they want. They have free reign. Yeah, they, they, they want the middle gone, and they want the two extremes working, and they know that they can perpetuate their power if they can keep the two extremes working and the middle gone. All right, so I'm just going to throw this out there into the universe because I know other people must think it because I do every day. Why isn't there somebody somewhere who is balanced and like okay like 
they're they're normal and and rational as it relates to like human rights things and civil rights but then they're also for like a free market and um you know keeping the economy going why isn't there somebody like a nice little um what's that th- oh the dairy queen what's the dairy queen uh what's the the milkshake at the dairy queen oh my god you're you're supposed to know about every sort of sweet in the I don't know with the the, the I don't no the frosties at Wendy's you just dated yourself yeah. okay forget it anyway oh okay. the blizzard the blizzard we need to like whip up something like that and, like, I was gonna we say need... McFlurry actually that's how outdated <laughs> I am but go ahead <laughs> we need something like that you know like a little bit of um, common sense a little bit of heart a little bit of like business you know savvy. Isn't there someone like that that exists? I mean, besides you, because uh, people will say that you're so conservative, but you're really not. Well, obviously not. I mean, that's socially, a, you are not conservative. I couldn't be further to the you're left socially. In fact, if anything, I'm a libertarian cons- socially. I want people to be happy. Like everybody should just well, of be course. happy. I could care less what people do Come with their on. own lives. Or women have the right to Why control their bodies. Ju- exactly. I have no issue with any right. of that. But I also recognize that those social issues, to your point, the social issues are tied to what I think are wackadoodle economic policies. And so I think your question is, why why can't we get common sense economic policies with rational social policy? Why can't we get that? Why can't we have like a heart and a bank book? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would be the best. So so another thing that these guys have done, uh, you can't create that party right now because these guys have a duopoly in what they've done. No, you can. I bet you there are so many people on the sneak tip that think like that but you know what they're too smart to go into politics oh yeah they don't you they, they were don't my, want to go very naive my friend because you thought you could actually get something done yeah but people who have a heart know that they'll just get trampled on you know I, or it's it's it just was, not it's fair game it was in one Washington. of the highlights of my life where i was interviewed by playboy magazine oh yeah i, I and, love that and, that and, was really and, good and, after and we got back pro- together for me to find out he was Going to be interviewed I, by. I, I, only, a I only read writer. Playboy magazine like, okay, as a kid for the articles. I just wanted yeah, everyone right. in the and um, the American <laughs> public to know that. But there I am being interviewed by Playboy magazine, and I'm like, obviously, you know, because I'm a small child, I love that. And the guy asked me the following <laughs> question. He says to me, he says to me, you know, people in Washington think you're smart, but they think you're very politically naive. And what's your reaction to that? I said. I completely, uh, I, I completely disagree with that. I said, <laughs> I said they are completely. Wrong. I am politically naive to the thirtieth oh, power. Okay. All right, obviously okay, I didn't read I, that article. Of course you didn't. I got hit with the Washington bus. They they looked at me. They said, "Okay, find the guy's weakness, get him in the wood chipper as fast as possible, and get him shredded and get him out of here as quickly as possible." Because, God forbid, he starts telling the truth from a position of power or from a podium. Here in Washington, There'd that'll be, like be a, a nightmare for us. We we won't be able to perpetuate this cycle of stagnation. We won't be able to perpetuate this cycle of power uh, that keeps our business unit going. Okay, let's keep All right, going. I want to go. I want to talk about the Emmys. We let's went go to, to the Emmys. Yeah, we went, we went to L.A. this past weekend. My dear Anthony, my friend over here, was actually nominated for his uh, producer-ness um, for the movie Paterno that was on uh, HBO. But he lost. Womp womp. Oh, I should never use womp womp. womp, womp. I, I can okay. never Co- use that again Corey, after Co- what's-his-face. Co- Corey, Corey, did you hear that? I got to send that to did Corey. Corey. Did Corey, womp. like, go to a patent lawyer about that womp womp? Womp womp. womp. Okay, so, um, yeah, I lost. Not I lo- patent. A, what is it? I a, lost. Uh, what? I lost, but I lost gloriously. It was a very good movie. I recommend everybody to see cool. it. It was cool. 
But so we we went to LA. We had a great time, and um, we ate a lot of food. And then we wondered why we don't live in California. Yeah, because it's so beautiful. Beautiful weather. But then someone told us that it's really boring to live there after a while because the weather makes you boring. So, but we, I don't get that. So, but go to the Emmys for a second. It yep. seemed like it was a touch less political it last did. night. Yeah, didn't it seem a touch less political? I think so. I don't also, know. So I noticed that I, I noticed that President Trump was a touch more normal this morning. I mean, he was talking about following the process, and he was talking about let the lithium. Senate have his hearing. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? I mean, you know. Somebody, maybe someone mixed a Metamucil counterclockwise this morning. That's the only thing I can think of, right? He's probably feeling regular or something like that. I couldn't, I couldn't believe he was that normal. But, but now we know go, Anthony's secrets. Let, let's go. Let's he go to the. Stirs his Metamucil. Let's go to the the Michael Chi. Only white people. It's che. Che. Okay. You watch SNL every. All right, Saturday. Michael Che. Only white people. He's. I, tall, I didn't by hear the way. that. I didn't hear that. But. Right, well, was, she said she doesn't like watching white award shows because you guys don't thank Jesus enough. <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> the only people, the only white people that thank Jesus are Republicans and ex-crackheads. So. See, I think that think stuff that is, is funny. It's funny. That's the other thing in this in this civilization now. Everybody is so sensitive. Okay, so like, I when people tell me, oh, hey. You look like Barbara Streisand on, you know, like on a really bad day. I laugh. Like you have to laugh at this. Oh, hold on, hold on. That was like blunt force trauma <laughs> to the side of your head. When Oliver Stone said, hey, Barbara, you were like, what? He was calls me Barbara. Barbara no. No, you was like blunt. You were in Dal Savino's restaurant. I thought I had to get the cardiac clamps no. out when he called you Barbara Streisand. No, listen, Let's tell the truth, okay? Honestly, people are womp, way womp. too sensitive. Oh, God. People are way too sensitive. I meant to say copyright. I didn't mean to say a patent on that before. I think people are so sensitive. Like, just laugh. It's not a big deal. He he probably didn't write the joke. Somebody okay, else well, did. You and I are in total agreement on this. I think that the comedians should have a bandwidth of extra licensing to be able to make fun of things. That's and what some, being funny is but, about. You but, know what I mean? You can't be saying regular things. But look at what happened to Roseanne things. Barr, no, though. Roseanne. No, but, but that wasn't funny. You know what I'm okay, saying? So if you're be if you're making if you're making jokes, so you get the uh, Doctor Evil chair if you're racist just, and not funny. But if you say something <laughs> racist and funny, it's no problem. I mean, I sort of. That's well, my. There's point. something wrong they with me should, then. I don't view that pass. as racist. You think that's racist? Uh, well, let's go back and let's read the literal text. Okay. Only white people. Only white th people thank Jesus or Republicans and ex crackers. The only white. Well, I don't find it racist. So there's well, obviously me, something let wrong. Let me ask you this. When I was in the White House, Seth Meyers said that I was a human pinky ring. Right. And he so said I was a doubly parked we, we BMW. We laughed. We cracked up. I thought it was funny. But then somebody said to me, well, you know, if he called you, if you were black and he called you a human piece of fried chicken, he would have been fired. But it's okay to say that about Italians. And I'm like, you know what? I thought the guy was funny. I actually don't care. Okay. Could, life hack. Ready? Yes. Life hack. Go ahead. You will have a much better life if you try not to 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 care about what every single person Amen. says about you. Amen. If you can and, laugh and, these comedians and you can keep it moving, a, you're good. These comedians deserve a pass. I think so too. And the marriage proposal thing, all I could think about, um, the guy that won and proposed to his, his girlfriend, all I could think about was the the uh, guys in the back running the show, like, come on, like, wrap this up, hurry up, you know, hitting the music to, like, Jane, they want to get the cane. I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger it was in nice front of and all these people and in front of my mom and your parents watching from above. 
It was sweet. Will you marry me? Very good. I it think was it's a, a sweet grandstander. I think it's a memorable thing, and I, and I uh, give the guy two no, thumbs up No, it seems pretty it. heartfelt, right? Good luck to them. So I, I have a couple more questions before we let you leave Wait, this beautiful Wait, I have another studio. question for you. Oh, go ahead. Do you think it's... Big-footed you... again by Deirdre Scaramucci. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop no, no, interrupting. No, no, please. No, no, go ahead. Do you have that, please? No, the, just an odd tidbit, but the state of Texas is pulling um, Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller from all of their, like, state school social studies curriculum. Do you find that weird or like what do you think about that or or it doesn't even matter it's like a ufo uh i think it's terrible i think any time that we're banning things uh i think twitter channel banning conservatives or any voice that's out there anytime you don't have to read fahrenheit 451 to understand the problem of censorship and trying to ban things well and that so, is real as the wifey of yeah. a quote-unquote conservative yeah i've totally seen us been like given the Heisman by certain places that are more liberal because they don't want to hear your views, and that's like for colleges and universities. I that's out a of my no-no. Alma mater. I had a, I was forced to resign from the the board of the Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy because, frankly, because of my Trump support. But they don't even know your real views on anything. Didn't, didn't matter if they to let those you come, they would know. Kid. Didn't matter to those twenty five year old kids. Right. It's fine. But 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 my question oh, to, my question to you know. big mistake. Okay, my question to you It's is, like censorship, you know what I mean? Is In a way. You you read some of the highlights and we bought the Bob Woodward book over the weekend in the airport. Yeah, I can't you, wait to read it. You you got some of the highlights from the press and you know a lot of the players that are involved because you were in the campaign with me Correct reluctantly. Re- reluctantly. So, is the book accurate? You think the book is accurate? Well, like I said, so I think all the time the wheels in my head are always spinning. How could you write this book, be like a world-renowned journalist, and sit in front of everybody on a stage that, you know, a national stage and say with dead pan, no blinking, right into the camera that it's a 100% accurate yeah. and the truth will come out in yeah. time. You cannot do that unless A, you're a sociopath or B, it's the truth. And I think it's B. I don't, you know, okay. I mean, okay. My, I, I think he's had a pretty decent record of reporting in the past, right? I my, mean, there's been things here and there that people question about him, uh, but you cannot write that book if you're Bob Woodward and stand by it and it can be completely false. So Maybe my, 90%. My, yeah, so that's my opinion. My opinion uh, is that accurate. unfortunately in situations like that, it's the old cliche that people remember things the way they need to remember them, mm-hmm. not necessarily the way they happen. I'm sure... There are things that I'm colorizing in my head because they made so many colossal mistakes in the White House that I'm probably recolorizing. Not just in the White House, baby. Okay, wow. In the real house. Oh, my God, this is, like, unbelievable. But I do think it's 90 to 95% accurate. Uh, see, the 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 definite, uh, for my opinion, is that he did the homework. Unlike Michael Wolff's book, which I call Liar and Furious, Liar being Michael Wolf and Furious being Steve Bannon, they didn't do any homework on that book. Do you that guys know like how many times I've heard this accurate. stuff uh, in my sleep? I probably, I probably repeated in my sleep, liar and furious and. Da, da, da. Oh my god! It's I like mean, oh I'm my like, god! This is, this is new material that I'm delivering 
on Before radio. we came into the studio, he told all the people here the same jokes that I've been hearing for the past 10 years. And he was laughing like it was the first time he ever told uh, them. And it was and I delivered was, fresh. Okay, oh, it was delivered goodness. fresh, like fresh produce. That's, that's what you think. Okay, one last question, and oh, I'm going to let hey, you go. Hey, I want everyone to know that we are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses every Tuesday. Hey, tweet questions during the week at Mooch and the Misses. Okay? Yeah, at we love social Mooch media. Mooch and the Misses. You can tweet uh. at Deirdre Scaramucci or at Scaramucci. Can't and wait to give see us all many, the, uh, many questions. the crazy comments. But I have one last question for you before okay. we leave. what's that? You still love me? I do. Okay, do you still God. love me? Very much. Okay, I don't know if you have, I mean, let's Very not Very much, my there. liberal, hot wife. Love oh, you. Oh, thanks. Very good. 